Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to our listeners. This is President Patriot or Puppet for Billionaires radio show. We are live here every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can always call in at 347-826-7400. Now, Benjamin Franklin made lifelong enemies in high places and didn't back off an inch. Who will surface with such strength as to take on the status quo and going along to get along in both of the parties? Politics is the art of looking for trouble, finding it whether it exists or not, diagnosing it incorrectly, and applying the wrong remedy. For instance, when a politician remains in office too long, it's like giving money and power to him, and he responds like a child being given the keys to a car and given a whiskey bottle. When, poli- when the uh, politics get used to allocating uh, Uh, resources, the resources all end up being allocated to politics. Politicians, and a politician is anyone who asks individuals to surrender part of their liberty. Now, when Americans give up their power and privilege that the Constitution provides them, you know, the state, the masses, the mankind, planet Earth, or whatever they give up, then corruption can continue right before their eyes of those who relinquish those rights. Politicians are interested in people the way fleas are interested in dogs. No man's life, liberty, or property are safe while they have handed their rights over to politicians. When Congress is in session, it's like a baby who gets hold of a hammer. You never know what's about to happen. But people don't pay attention to what the outcome will be because it is awfully hard to get people interested in corruption unless they can get part of it. Any other time, corruption is just a word that the opposition party invented to lure the voter with their promised handouts. A politician is just like a pickpocket. It's almost impossible to get him to reform. To win in politics in America today, politicians will never accuse the voter of greed for wanting other people's money, only for wanting to keep their own money. If a politician found he had cannibals among his constituents, he would promise them missionaries for dinner. Looking for an honest politician in America today is like looking for an ethical burglar. We have the best Congress money can buy if you are a lobbyist. Mr. Mrs. or Miss left-wing voter, suppose you were an idiot. Now, just hypothesizing here now, so don't take it personal. And suppose you were a member of Congress. Wait a minute. I just repeated myself. We don't have to suppose Congress has idiots. They prove it for themselves. Moving right along. You see, the problem with political jokes is (laughs) they get elected. It starts with the statement of, we need to grow government. And on the contrary, there is nothing so bad that politics and huge government cannot make worse. 
There's nothing that politicians like better than handing out benefits to be paid for by someone else which will get them votes to keep themselves in office. In politics, the truth is strictly optional. We have a president that proves that daily, and that also seems to be true in parts of the media. But wait a minute. Hey, that's right. Politicians pay the media. Uh, Did someone say free press? Let's see. That's an oxymoron, and I believe a conflict of interest. Congressman Frank and Senator Dodd wanted the government to push financial institutions to lend people that they themselves would not lend to otherwise because of the risk default. The idea that politicians can assess risk better than people who have spent their whole careers assessing risks should have been so obviously absurd that no one would have taken it seriously. But thanks to the public that is kept tranquil with their entitlements, they say, who cares about the past or the future corruption? As a politician in today's atmosphere, they have the prerogative to lie whenever they want. It is their Obama-given right. Since a politician never believes what he says anyway, he's quite surprised when he sees that he's been taken seriously. Politics is supposed to be the second oldest profession. Now, I have come to realize that it bears a very close resemblance to the first prostitution. After all, prostitutes think the same as politics. The politician is a type of creature known for its propensity to lie, exaggerate, embellish, and use all kinds of hysterical or bombastic attention-getting methods to get your vote, right? Well, isn't that the M.O. for prostitutes, to use all of that not to get your vote, but to get your money? That's got to be right. Isn't it amazing that the Germans called their city halls rat houses? (laughs) That's what we should adopt and call our city halls. It is terrible to contemplate How few politicians are hanged these days for all the laws they break. So we have to keep attempting to get people to the voting booth to hang them out to dry, so to speak. If the Democrats can flood the voting booth in Florida and other places with illegal aliens and dead people and have people come on television that state that they voted uh, and they voted often for the same candidate, and we do nothing about it, then we deserve what we are going to keep getting. Question, are you going to wake up this next 2014 election cycle and start your gardening? Yes, weed out the sickos and get less sickos to replace them. A voter has got to do something that they don't normally do, and that is to pay attention. This is the best example of paying attention that I have ever heard and probably at the core of why so many idiots are Democrats. Wait a minute. Let's see. First-year students at Purdue Vet School were attending their first anatomy class with a real dead cow. They all gathered around the surgery table with the body covered in a white sheet. The professors started the class by telling them, 
In veterinary medicine, it is necessary to have two important qualities. Now, the first is that you not be disgusted by anything involving the animal's body. For an example, the professor pulled back the sheet, stuck his finger in the butt of the cow, withdrew it, and stuck his finger in his mouth. Go ahead and do the same thing, he told the students. The students freaked out, hesitated for several minutes, but eventually took turns sticking a finger in the butt of the cow and sucking on it. When everyone finished, the professor looked at them and said, the second most important quality is observation. Now realize, I stuck my middle finger in the cow's butt and sucked on my index finger. Now, learn to pay attention. Life's tough, but it's even tougher when you're stupid. Now, I've got the greatest introduction of a person, Elbert Gilroy, a black conservative, tells us why he is a Republican. He tells us why liberalism is a danger because it promotes the idea that only a great and powerful big government can be the benefactor of social justice. Listen to what he has to say. My name is Elbert Lee Gillery, and I'm the senator for the 24th district right here in beautiful Louisiana. Recently I made what many are referring to as a bold decision to switch my party affiliation to the Republican Party. I wanted to take a moment to explain why I chose to become a Republican and also to explain why I don't think it was a bold decision at all. It is the right decision, not only for me, but for all my brothers and sisters in the black community. You see, in recent history, the Democrat Party has created the illusion that their agenda and their policies are what's best for black people. Somehow it's been forgotten that the Republican Party was founded in 1854 as an abolitionist movement with one simple creed, that slavery is a violation of the rights of man. Frederick Douglass called Republicans the party of freedom and progress. And the first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln, the author of the Emancipation Proclamation. It was Republicans in Congress who authored the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, giving former slaves citizenship, voting rights, and due process of law. The Democrats, on the other hand, were the party of Jim Crow. It was Democrats who defended the rights of slave owners. It was the Republican President Dwight Eisenhower who championed the Civil Rights Act of 1957. But it was the Democrats in the Senate who filibustered the bill. You see, at the heart of liberalism is the idea that only a great and powerful big government can be the benefactor of social justice for all Americans. But the left is only concerned with one thing, control. And they disguise this control as charity. Programs such as welfare, food stamps, these programs aren't designed to lift black Americans out of poverty. They were always intended as a mechanism for politicians to control the black community. The idea that blacks, or anyone for that matter, need the government to get ahead in life is despicable. And even more important, this idea is a failure. Our communities are just as poor as they have always been. Our schools continue to fail children. Our prisons are filled with young black men who should be at home. 
being fathers. Our self-initiative and our self-reliance have been sacrificed in exchange for allegiance to our overseers who control us by making us dependent on them. Sometimes I wonder if the word freedom is tossed around so frequently in our society that it has become a cliché. The idea of freedom is complex and it's all-encompassing. It's the idea that the economy must remain free of government persuasion. It's the idea that the press must operate without government intrusion. And it's the idea that the emails and phone records of Americans should remain free from government search and seizure. It's the idea that parents must be the decision makers in regards to their children's education, not some government bureaucrat. But most importantly, it is the idea that the individual must be free to pursue his or her own happiness, free from government dependence and free from government control. Because to be truly free is to be reliant on no one other than the author of our destiny. These are the ideas at the core of the Republican Party, and it is why I am a Republican. So my brothers and sisters of the American community, please join with me today in abandoning the government plantation and the party of disappointment so that we may all echo the words of one Republican leader who famously said, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free. At last. I want everybody to know that I am so appreciative of finding this that I can't imagine uh, not sharing it with everybody out here. Now, one of the things uh, that I want to bring Michael Talley in on, I want to ask him if he remembers how I described paying attention with the cow thing. Come in, Mike. Give me your two cents worth. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. We've got to be paying attention. And the problem with most of the Obama followers, the Democrats, they're like the students in that veterinary class. They don't pay attention. The black gentleman you just played was, was very, very good. It was incredible. Where you won't hear him is on the network stations or MSNBC or CNN. They'll never play that. Just like David Jolly being uh, beating Alex Sink in Florida. You won't hear a thing about that on the Alphabet Network stations. You hear it on Fox, but the people that need to hear it won't listen. The ones that are paying attention but won't say anything are the Democrats who voted for Obamacare and now are running from it. And they're hoping people are stupid enough to vote them back into office, and then they're going to change back to supporting Obamacare. People have to pay attention. And what you mentioned earlier about the rhinos, about politicians and business for themselves, absolutely right. You've got your Lindsey Graham, your McCain, Rubio, I consider a rhino. We certainly don't want to see him elected anything presidential. Boner, Bonner, uh, Mitch McConnell, these are all people that the only time they get play on the network stations is when they contradict what Republicans and conservatives are standing for. Rand Paul won the straw vote at CPAC. Being a libertarian, it's going to break the party up again. He's the kind of person we need, somebody that will speak up, speak their mind, but the Republicans are going to be talking against him. We've got to stop this 
infighting in the Republican Party. Yeah. Now, as we've said before, the Democrats circle their wagons about everybody. Clinton, what difference does it make now? Obama, you can keep your health plan if you like it, period. Right. All these liars, these evil, miserable excuses for a human being are supported. Pelosi, well, you have to pass it to see what's in it. I mean, you can go on and on, but that's what we're up against. One thing that you won't hear either, Obama was on this Between the Ferns radio program that I never even heard of before. He's out there, and the next thing you hear, the uh, alphabet station saw, well, since he appeared on Fern and Fern, the Obamacare registrations have just jumped. He's getting on a silly, stupid-ass radio program. We have Putin taking over the Ukraine piece by piece. you got the Malaysian airliner down and all the typical Benghazi, Fast and Furious, IRS, NSA, we can go on and on about the scandals, which our boy Obama says, well, you know, these are phony scandals. Right. Uh, they don't exist. Yeah. A wonderful cartoon the other day with a picture of Putin with the uh, gun ear muscle on and a pistol in his hand. He turns around, looks at the camera and says, Barack Obama, never heard of her. I never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so cute. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get Dr. Mark Davis in here and get his opinion. Come in, Dr. Uh, Davis. David, first your your introduction was right on top. Excellent. I could, you couldn't do any better than that. I, I don't think you could top that one. That was really good. Uh, in any event, you know what Will Rogers said. You, you know when a politician's lying when their lips when their lips move. So <laughs> we we know that, and that that's been echoed a million times on radio, media, and, and written literature. Uh, CPAC, two years in a row, as you, as you mentioned, uh, Rand Paul has won. He has the gumption. He has the basic elements that we need for someone in the White House. He'll stand in, for principle, and, and the principles, are, and he is a physician on top of that. So he understands what Obamacare is doing and what it doesn't do. So Rand Paul looks like he's going to be on the road uh, to the Republican Party nomination. I don't know if I'll get it, but he's one person I'd like to see. Rubio, remember what Rubio did? He did a double take on immigration, tried to do some backdoor stuff. I don't trust him at all, just like you guys said. He's not not the guy for it. Uh, Ted Cruz, he didn't get much uh, on the straw poll at CPAC. And why is that? I don't know. He's been out front on, on many issues. So, well, uh, we still have a wide open range of people coming into. I think uh, Chris Christie's dead for 2016 at this point in time, uh, but I, hopefully other good people will jump into the, the fray. Uh, this thing with Benghazi is not going to go away. Hillary is marshalling her forces right now to come into play for the for the election, and uh, there's been scuttlebutt out there that she's not medically well. And uh, I don't know what information I can provide on the radio program because they're not telling us what. What what's going on with her? So there's a lot of things in the turmoil. They haven't found the Malaysian plane yet. The Chinese thought they did, but they didn't. I believe it was hijacked and sitting on some runway somewhere. They would have found it by now. There's, they had 229 cell phones in there and and locator beams. And as soon as the plane would have crashed, the locator beams would have gone on, unless it disintegrated in, in air. So, uh, and where's Obama? He's out on the golf course. He's in a party someplace. You know the rest of the story. It's sure, pretty disgusting. Sure. You know, we, we, have a, we have a non-president. We have an empty suit in the White House. And the results are what we see every day. The lies that are coming out that there are no Obamacare problems is it, completely wrong. 
4.2 million people now have signed up under the exchanges, but we don't know who those 4.2 million people are. They could be, excuse me, <clears throat> they could be coming off of medical assistance onto another subsidized program, not paying in. We know 900,000 people who registered have not paid into the system, but we don't know who these people are. So we're getting a lot of um, uh, spin from the government. That would be the best word to put it, right? Because we don't know what direction. Obamacare is going. We don't know the direction yeah. the military is going right now because they want to downsize it. And you know the rest? Oh, Obamacare backlash. Now, that's what I want yeah. to place a little emphasis on, and that is you can't trust their numbers. I mean, hell, you can't even trust what they're saying. But the idea that at one point in time, within 30 days, they were supposed to have about 10 million people on it way back yeah. there. Now he's cutting those uh, executive orders uh, giving uh, the law uh, extensions and, it, and giving people extension. And if you can't uh, afford yeah. it, just say you can't, and that, that'll be okay. You're, you don't even have to prove it. Just to get by the 2014 elections, he's going to give a year-and-a-half extension so they can get by the 2014s and let the lies, what I call the lie pack, which is nothing but the Democrat pack, uh, get up and begin to tell us that – we're all racist, and we all stand in the way of progress because we don't give them their way. So, so uh, we're obstructionists, and the weapon of mass destruction here is racism. And keep things out front to camouflage the guy behind the curtain. It really makes so much sense when you start thinking about how they have maintained, got into office, and maintained office. How do we? Bust those cards up. I think you're right. The man is going to have to come out to stand up, and every time they want to call him a racist, just keep on talking about what you intend to do to rescue this country. And screw what they have to say about the degradation that they're going to try to throw on you to change the subject. They've got to quickly get you off the, the program if you're telling the people what they want to hear. They don't want that in society of politicians today. Can you talk about those, uh, what, what I call the upcoming rhinos? Colin Powell has already exposed the hand, okay? The Ted Cruz's and the Rubio's and, and, and the uh, Bush, uh, uh, Jeb Bush, all of them have a open border secret plan, okay? Period. I hate to have, I shouldn't use that word. Period. I take that back. <laughs> Open border, <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> you get. You, they're always trying to make a way for illegal aliens. Okay, illegal. We are a country of of uh, migrants coming over here legally. We have a process, and we need to close that damn border and stop the terrorist movement and, and, and all of the, uh, the drug cartels that, are, that yeah. are just, you know, booming right now. And the asininity of the Fast and Furious was to help Obama get rid of the guns in this country. Look at what happened with those guns down there, Fast and Furious. That was the objective of that entire thing. We've got – I wish I, I had uh, uh, the Eric uh, representative here, but he's not. And I, I, I think he's the first one that should be hung along with his uh, lord and master there. That they 
do more law-breaking and changing of laws, how can we sit here as Americans and let a guy with an executive order change a law? Will you pop something in here, please? Yeah, nobody's paying attention. Yeah. You know, this, this, to the Congress, and I think that just what you said, everybody's being called a racist. The latest was on the ISA hearings for the IRS scandal with uh, this Lois Lerner. Again, she said she was going to come on and talk, takes the fifth. ISA shuts the meeting down, Cummings speaks up, and he just looks like a a crazy black person, to excuse my English. And he says, oh, it's racist. It's not racist. ISA gave him a chance to speak at the first hearing. He doesn't need to be asking questions, especially when Lerner is not going to answer any questions. You got Obama, like I said, on the fern between the ferns. You got the Ukraine thing going on. We have the Malaysian plane missing, which we said. We also have the buildings that went down in New York that nobody's talking about. Not a construction accident. Terrorism. Same time as the 9/11 happened of the day. Terrorism. Obama runs from it because. GM's alive, and Obama bin, Osama bin Laden is dead. These people are just, they're disgusting. I mean, it's so disgusting, I don't have the words. You know what the word bait and switch is, okay? Yeah. Would you listen to uh, our favorite uh, bait and switcher, John Kerry? Or think about the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction. It doesn't keep us safe. If the United States secures its nuclear arsenal, while other countries fail to prevent theirs from falling into the hands of terrorists. We all have to approach this challenge together, which is why all together we are focused on Iran and its nuclear program, or focused on North Korea and its threat. The bottom line is this. It is the same thing with climate change. <laughs> and in a sense, climate change can now be considered Excuse me. <laughs> another weapon of mass destruction, perhaps even the world's most fearsome weapon of mass destruction. Can you believe what you just got to hearing? There is a complete fabergastic, fabricated Al Gore trillion-dollar industry being kept alive, and now it's bait-and-switch. Yeah. You know, put it out there. Climate change is is the worst fearsome of the mass destruction, world's mass destruction. Isn't this the most pathetic thing that you've ever heard of? Well, it's ridiculous. The, the, I mean, big birds out there talking about the climate. Being foolish. Yeah. yeah. Ahead, the climate's always in flux. It's always changing. From 4.4 to 4.5 billion years ago, our climate is always in evolution, but what they're saying is in the last 150 years, we've had a dramatic change in temperature. For the first part of that 150 years that they're referring to, most of it, we didn't have enough scientific instruments around the world even to measure it appropriately until we got satellites and radiation detectors and temperature sensors up there in space. So I don't know where they're coming up. They said the degree, it was 1.2 degrees change between 150 years ago and the present time. That's complete nonsense because we couldn't measure it at, at the first time. Thanks to people like you, I got a great public education because you pay taxes. And I'm a scientist before I became a physician. The, the evidence is not there. I've argued with some some very good people in the field, and they 
have deficits in their in their educations in terms of how much CO2 is in the atmosphere, how many new gases have been introduced, how much spoke spokestacks from electrical units have come into, into play. So there really is not a definite level of evidence to support global. There is more evidence to support global cooling, which was on the front, I believe, of Time magazine in the 1970s that we were facing uh, <laughs> some kind of new ice age coming. Yeah, but well, I know some people who would be uh, really looking for some of that global warming most of yeah. this winter. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Trying to dig up with yeah. snow plows and everything else. It is so yeah. bombastic. I really hate the idea that it's being sold to the public. I mean, now, yeah. here, here's something that we ought to be really paying attention to, and that is our electrical grid. Do you know yeah. that it, you shut that down and you kill America? Yeah. Now. We ought to be having some backup programs and, and things to yeah. kick in if, if something happens yeah. right now. But to simply state that we need to stop drilling, stop fracking, and just start pouring tax money into cylinders is horse hockey, okay? It's <laughs> not the right thing to do. Well, it's all part of Obama's plan yeah. to destroy the country. People got to, cannot lose sight of the fact he's destroying business. Race warfare, class warfare, destroying energy, destroying our foreign relations. Our friends don't trust us. Our enemies laugh at us. It's all part of Obama's plan to destroy the country, and that's what they can't lose sight of. This global warming thing is climate change. That's just, like the doctor says, that's the biggest myth in the world. You can't control it. We breathe out carbon dioxide. The plants take that and make oxygen. Yeah, It's a cycle of life. Yeah. This photosynthesis is exactly right. And, and the thing is, to push some kind of concept, look who's pushing the concept. The Democrats had their pajama party the other night, and they were pushing global warming. Now, I say follow the trail of money. See what the, the lobbyists are paying to these people, and you'll find out why they're pushing it. It's as simple as that. Yeah, Do you think that Al Gore, the trillionaire now, it, it was not smeared over with, money from these people just being the talking head for them? Yeah. It's incredible. It's such a scam. Yeah, well, to read his books in schools, you know, is wrong, because he's not a scientist. He has no basis in reality for the, the, the things that he says. Yet he's forcing this on children, especially in England. I believe that some of the school districts were forced to read his book, and, and it's without validity. But yet, people on the left seem to push things down other people's throats and get away with it. And yeah, I'll, well, go, uh, I'll go standing yeah, you know, on the Comrade Mayor, Comrade Mayor de Bazio is a yeah, great yeah. example here by closing down all yeah. charter schools. We don't yeah. want to educate people. We want to keep yeah. them dumbed down in our public school yeah. system. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, Common Core is doing that. You look at the Common Core yeah. curriculum and the way that they go about theoretically teaching kids math. Look at it. Go into any McDonald's and see what happens when their cash register breaks and they don't tell you how much change to get. They're totally lost. Yeah. We've yeah. already got a dumb group of kids out there, the millennia, whatever they want to call yeah. them, cupcake generation, yeah. I call them. <laughs> and now yeah. we've got Common Core destroying even further the ability for people to do math. You need yeah. math for everything. What? You heard in the last week that they were doing the SATs for the 15th time by reducing the essay. No more essay. The basic 
test. The 1,600 points will be there. You get 100 points for writing your name. You get 100 points for putting the date on there. It, it, it's absurd. The test is worthless now. Get rid of it. Redo it. Rebuild it. Some of the colleges say we're not even going to use it anymore. Uh, why do we have charter schools? Because some kids have an edge over other children, and you need a place to express that edge. I was one of those kids. I went to Brooklyn Tech in Brooklyn, New York. It's been voted over many 40 years one of the best high schools in the country. I think we're second now in the country. And that, that's a charter school. You're going to get rid of those schools so, so children who may or may not have a little bit more in, in their skulls don't have a place to go. That's not right. And it, the Blasio wants this kind of equality. There's no equality, uh, maybe for education, but not in the brains of the kids that have more. Uh, to offer society, and they need a place to go. And, and, and it's, it's irrational to get rid of the charter schools. And black children, intrinsically, if they want to move up in life, the charter school is the place for them to be because they get a better education by and large. And we all know this. This is not. This is factual. So uh, de Blasio just uh, he just wants to pander to his base. That's all. Exactly. And, and he's and he's the one. He's the one that is not going to be shown with the regular uh, ABC media out there that uh, he's actually destroying education because it's all a, a collusion, if you will. And, and everybody, and, and again, Mark, you go back to follow the money. Every inch of the way, there is not a single... Uh, like the uh, uh, it's the unions that uh, the teachers unions that is behind uh, uh, Comrade DeBazio up there yeah. t- telling him to get rid of those charter schools because they don't have any controls over them. Right. So yes, you follow the money and you will find the meat of the core. And just like if, if you sit and look, if you can stomach it, Mitch McConnell or people like Lindsey Graham when they are. are John McCain, you know, when they say things now, it really turns my stomach. At one particular time, way back there many years ago, you know, you really thought that those people were actual Republicans. They simply are business people colluding with the left. And and, and I didn't throw in uh, the boner. uh, Let's see. Excuse me. No, banger. Yeah. (laughs) However you say that. I I can't pronounce it either. (laughs) Bonner, 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 who knows? They're all right, probably. <laughs> Whatever it is, he needs to be kicked out. He needs to be out in the street, gone, 2014, goodbye. Yeah, he's yeah. useless. Ha- hang him high. You know what? If we can't <laughs> hang him anymore, we, we need to uh, get him to hell out of Dodge. You know, Clean, Clean Eastwood, hang him, hang him high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great, great But what about line. this? How can we get dead people to vote and... Uh, uh, the illegal aliens, and, and then truck people around, let them vote, and vote often. You know, like that's a common practice. You know, on the left, uh, we need to start doing that, don't we? <laughs> you, your audience may not like what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway because I said it on national radio. We need to get down and dirty like the Democrats do around election time, and try to dissect everything the Republicans have done, and go through their trash and bring it forward. Especially on Hillary, who's coming forward now, and those kind of people, and get rid of those talking heads in the Senate who, like, will read that up until 2016 anyway, but show people 
the actual dirt on these people like they do to us on the election time. That's what we need to do. We need somebody who's willing to do it. And Romney wasn't willing to do it. McCain wasn't willing to do it prior in the prior 2008 election. But that that's how we're going to win. And it's the only way. Because everybody's forgotten how dirty Obama was in the elections. Okay? Sure. And now we have this this rat, this, rat, this thing in, in, in the White House who doesn't know what he's doing. It's party time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, that's you what he did it. when they did anything. Go ahead. Yeah, when he when he attacked uh, when Ukraine was attacked by Putin, five o'clock Obama cares. Obama declares it happy hour. You're right. And he's well, going he, after all the governors too. There was a governors meeting, yeah. and some of his exact words: "I do not trust you to make decisions in your state about issues of education and about transportation infrastructure." As a matter of fact, Obama said at the meeting. I hear any of you pushing back, making statements about Washington spends too much money. You'll hear from me. I'm highly offended by that. This guy's an idiot. Yes. And we got to listen to him? I mean, I I really can't. What do you guys think of Jane Brewer for running for president? She's not going to run for governor anymore or to be a third term. So this is her last year as governor. I was wondering what uh, uh, people would think of Jane Brewer because she stood up to Obama big time from Arizona. She'd be a good yeah. choice, and, yeah. and Jerry Papayo is going to replace her, from what I hear. Ah, uh, great! I love him. He's a great Wouldn't that guy. Be great? Yeah, he made those guys eat bread and water. <laughs> yeah, put them in the desert, in their mouth. That was great. Hey, he says, he says, I apologize, but I, I really uh, don't want you to like me or to like the place here. So, please take your criminal activities elsewhere when I'm done with you here. <laughs> and and by golly, when he's done with them, they don't want to go back. <laughs> no, not that they don't want to go. They're going to move over to Colorado. <laughs> or else in New York, Blackfield come out and says, we're not going to uh, export all the illegal aliens here. He says, if we do that, it's going to make them feel bad about the police. Yeah. Oh, this guy's an idiot. How can anybody yeah. elect <laughs> the police? <laughs> Would you tell me how he got voted in? Please, please tell me that there, there's, there's no brain cells up there in that state. What in the world has taken place? He is a professed communist, yeah. and he I got he elected, elected mayor of New York. Can you? I, I can't even. I can't even go there. We've so far sunk so low in this country. It's like the only thing that matters is who's going to put something in the palm of my hand. And we always say it's only the politicians, but by God, it's the voters. The voters are putting them in there. Who's who's the, of course, the dead people are putting them in there too. We, we have to learn how to do that. But the idea is we've got to get down and dirty. I agree with Mark. We've got to learn what system is being played Exactly how they're right. doing it, and and unlace that shoe and yes. make it fit our feet. You know what I mean? This is a very sophisticated game, David, and we have to get an internet group out there and start looking at what the blogs are, what are negative, what are positive for conservatives, and go after them just like the Democrats do. They had million people out there. If you said something bad, somebody would jump on the line, like on LinkedIn, like we're on LinkedIn, and say something negative to you if you're saying something positive about a conservative. And we need to cover our backsides all over the place and start doing commercials now 
I don't know why we're waiting, and let the people know that the, the party of slavery was actually the Democratic Party, as you said in your excellent soliloquy that we, we heard earlier. So there you go. Let, let people know where we're going and what we should be doing and, and what we want to see the country like in the next four five, six years, and one of the things we want to do is a bigger military, because we need it, not a smaller military, and we need to have Obamacare gone, completely just wiped out. People could be asking, what are we going to do with Obamacare? Uh, Could we go back to the traditional system? We haven't moved that far away from traditional system yet. Yes, we can go back to it, of course. Well, that's what it cost the election in the 13th district here in Florida, is Alex... uh, uh, it was saying we don't need to get rid of Obamacare. We need to fix it. Well, in a st- in a, a uh, an area of Florida where there's more Democrats than there are re- Republicans, a Republican got nominated because a great many Americans are waking up. I do believe now is the time to teach. I cannot believe that we have such docile rhinos up there sitting aside. We need more of the uh, uh, what's the young uh, goodness of the Republicans that get up there and will not take any crap and they sit and stand on issues and then they're trying to be silenced by all of the uh, uh, rhinos on the right and even when you speak out you got people like John McCain talking against his own party. Do you? There is no credibility. There is nothing that you're going to be able to count on and those that have already shown that they're not republicans they're not even to the right they're further to the left we we got to hang them high and i mean quickly come 2014 and sweep the trash out there's a judge roger vinson v-i-n-s-o-n in the federal northern district of florida came out with a brilliant uh, opinion against Obamacare when the 26 attorney generals sued Catherine Sibyllis. He, and he showed that, that each part is integrally related to the other part. You have to get rid of the entire um, Obamacare. You can't get rid of parts of it. You cannot amend it. You have to destroy it. We have to submerge it. And he was right. And it's in the, it's in the book. If you guys email me your addresses, I'll send you a copy of the book. Because this is what we need strong leadership and this guy was good he should be on the supreme court so david when you get up into the presidency appoint him uh, on the supreme court if there's an opening because he, 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 he deserves it there. david he deserves yeah. it really does yeah, yeah. yeah. elena kagan and and some of those others we're going to try to we're going to try to get to where uh yeah. the court system is not a lifetime thing because that yeah. really is a conflict of interest we yes. need we need mm-hmm. uh uh those judges to be elected. We need those judges to have term limits yes. so that we don't have a complete abandonment of yes. our Constitution and Bill of Rights. We've got to have yes. the, the three uh, separate entities and the fourth being the judiciary to right. be separate. Yeah, not age limits, term limits. That's what we need. Yes, we yes. have many brilliant people in their 70s and 80s out there, and that would be a shame if they not get on there. But we need term. You're so right. They they get 10 years, 8 years, boom, out the door you go with somebody else. And that was a big mistake by the founders to make those lifetime appointments. Big yeah, mistake. No, 
Yeah. Plus, and and, and you have people like. Uh, you know, uh, Obama getting into office, and when somebody is vacated, look who he scrambles right into place. Uh, I mean, yeah. Elena Kagan is one that that actually covered his trail. You know, and how? What was she paid? Well, she was paid by being becoming the uh, uh, Supreme Court uh, Court Justice. So you, yeah, yeah. You, we've got to look at at every one of the aspects of government just like that conflict of interest the fda should not be regulating vitamins because look uh, or anything in the wellness industry because that's a conflict of interest if if some something in the wellness industry is going to cut back on drugs well think of it the fda is the profit protectors for the drug cartel so they're going to attack the the left so you got to get conflict of interest out of government there's 400 different uh regulatory agencies regulating the same thing we've got to go in and clean house creating a job on the back of the taxpayers is not creating a job all it's doing is creating government and a new tax policy david that's a great point about the vitamins because if they can't block them through some legislative backdoor effort what they do is they they put out false studies about how vitamins don't work, how minerals sure. don't work, how antioxidants. When I wrote the Millennium Diet, which is a very popular little book, it's it's all in there. The government should stay out of the healthcare business, and if it has to be in there, it should be at the state level or and or the local level, not from a core bureaucracy as we discuss. You're going to love to hear this. Then my book that to do with my political ambition, which was president, uh, patriot or, or puppet, but. Uh, yeah. My first book was Collapse of Drugs Due to Wellness. So you can understand what side of the fence that I stand on. Yeah, of course. Since my entire industry, my business is wellness and the anti-aging aging younger clinic. And so, yes, I understand the propensity of collusion and a conflict of interest. We must get that out of government. We've got to get government out of our lives, number one. I mean, if if Obama doesn't like you, he sicks the IRS on you or he, uh, the NSA or, or, or some other uh, entity or have Eric Holder come over and, and sue you with tax, unlimited taxpayer dollars that he robs from us, and, and you have got to sell everything to hire an attorney to defend yourself against him. Yeah, I know all of that exists out there. We've got to expose that and get rid of that. And yeah, David Tippy, President, 2016 is going to do that. Oh, you yeah. get to, you get five of my votes. I just cause I'll go to <laughs> okay. All right, we, we're going to we're going to discover how we can we can put everybody in a truck and go from voting booth to voting booth. Okay, that's right. I'll put my whole ten dollars on you. Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I still have after about fifty audience. I think I still have ten dollars left. <laughs> Well, you know what? Uh, that that 13th district just proved that yeah. this year money is not going to ensure the election. Now, this uh, Alex, uh, uh, what's her name? Sink uh, raised uh, uh, nearly two million dollars more than the other guy. Okay, yeah. and and they were bombarded with uh, uh, money from uh, the Democrat uh, society. Yeah. And that proved still not working, even though 
she didn't lose by a landslide. It just proves that, look, stand on policy and position and protect American Americans, and I believe we got an opportunity this 2014 and 2016. Well, 13 was very unlucky for the Democrats this time. (laughs) Great. I hope it's unlucky for them down the road, too, because it should be. I think it's if a we good can sign put, of what's to come in 2014. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing I was talking about the cow in the beginning, but I sure would like to turn the cows back out into the cow lot, and, and uh, yeah. Harry Reid would be one of them. Of course, maybe uh, Pelosi, even though she's still over there, doesn't have any control, but I'd still like to see them go by the way of the cow I had uh, described in the beginning. It's incredible, but uh, we have a complete control society, and Obama does it out in the open. He's getting away with it every day, and nobody says anything about the illegalities of what is going on. You know, very few you out, have a, What's that? we got to get him out of the companies. He came out uh, yesterday and says, well, now we're going to make sure that Every salaried managerial position gets paid overtime. It's none of his freaking business. Stay the heck out of our companies. Sure. You're not going to tell me and, what I'm going to pay somebody. Well, you know what? That's the same as telling you, uh, get rid of your insurance policy. That's an old crappy one. Here, take this one. Yeah. Who the hell are you to tell me about my insurance policy or anything else or what size of drink? Okay, I don't care that I'm in the wellness industry and I know that, that – uh, colas and things like that are bad for you if you're going to do it that's your choice choice matters in this country and it's up to you you were born with choice and you can make poor ones or you can make great ones but it's not anybody's business you get the hell out of their business and government has got two jobs protect america and americans do not tell me how big a drink to have or what my ass size ought to be or wherever uh, life is going to take me. Choice matters. That's the bottom line, and I yes. cannot stress it enough. Do you remember David Kessler, the FDA commissioner, and all the embattlements yes. that he had? He comes into office, and he and he said, not six months into office, he comes in and he says, well, we have breast implants that are made out of silicon that are causing arthritis, cancers, with no basis for this. There were 30 years of previous studies that showed nothing. What he, the lawyers, after he spoke, did class action suits. Tens of thousands of people lost their jobs. Billions of dollars were lost. This was an MD, JD, left-winger that came in, stirred up trouble, and up to 2010, there's no study that shows that um, they cause cancer, arthritis, immune deficiencies, and stuff. These are the kind of idiots that get hold of power, stir up trouble, make money for their buddies in the legal industry, which he did. He made billions for them, literally. And so many people lost their jobs. We need to vet people we put into high places like FDA commissioners, like Surgeon Generals, and so forth. You, you see what they're putting in the Surgeon General right now. Some kids yeah. without any credentials at all. And it's very important that we get the right people in the right jobs, and we vet them very closely, because their left-wing agendas are going to come out very quickly. That's what he's doing. I don't, he's 36 years old, and he's coming out saying, well, guns are part of our health program. So he wants all the doctors to say, do you have a gun in your home? Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
like I yeah. would ever answer that question. If it's What's going to be on the history of doctor's offices? I, mean, I, I appreciate what they do, but that's not what they do. No, it's none of their business. What they do is they put it on the history form. It goes online because we're forced to put medical records online right now. I don't practice anymore. And then the no. government finds out about it 10 minutes later. And I would bet there may be questions like that on the exchanges because they mine you for information when you go to the exchange. So uh, they're going to get rid of the guns one way or the other, back door or through the front door. They're going to try to do it. They're not going to get rid of guns. Let's just make sure that we understand <laughs> that. No, yeah. no, there's too many strong Americans out there, and they ain't going to get rid of guns. Well, so that was have a lot of, what's that? that was the mistake the Obama administration made because he was trying to get rid of billions of bullets, but he didn't realize there were trillions of bullets out there in people's homes. Yeah. They're never going to get rid of it. There are 300 million-plus guns out there, according to what we've heard. So uh, they're going to have a, a big trouble. If they're trying to go door to door, there's going to be a lot of dead police. I'm sorry to exactly. say that. Listen, I'm a, I'm hey, a big the supporter of the police. But, uh, yeah, this, the, Japanese, the Japanese look, did not... Um, uh, did not attack the mainland just because of that fact. They knew that Americans had guns. Yeah. Now, that is exactly the truth, and they're, they're never going to get rid of the guns. That's our constitutional right. Yeah. They think they can just amend the Constitution and do what they want, and they, by God, have been doing a good job of just yeah. uh, sidestepping it. And, yeah. and, and by the way, uh, sidestepping all of Congress and the yeah. Harry Reeds of the world love that because he's the one that did the nuclear uh, option thing so that he could be certain that Obama's appointees would all be approved. That is exactly what happened. The Japanese knew we would stand our ground, you see. <laughs> and we yeah. did stand our ground across the country. That's why they didn't attack us. We had the guns. But if you if you get rid of the stand-your-ground laws, uh, then then people, the victimizer gets more rights over you than the, vic- than the victim has. What's the point of that? I was talking yeah. to my wife last night. I mean, we're leaving an office late. Someone attacks me. They should say, you should have ran back in your office if you could. What, what, what yeah. kind of nutcase would that be? I pull yeah, out my, you, uh, you know what? You got <laughs> I blow yeah. them away. Yeah. And that's what exactly. I would shoot. I would shoot to maim. I wouldn't shoot to kill. But what What else would you do? You know, so well, you know what? coming at you. I, you just stand I, I, there I with a beat you I had an old sheriff tell me one time, yeah. uh, if you have somebody breaking into your house, yeah. Shoot them, but if, they, drag if, them you blow them, if you blow them outside, yeah. drag their ass back inside. Right, the state and police told me that here in this. Maryland. Yeah. What's that? I, the state police told me that if you shoot somebody, you probably pull them. I have a little house, but you you pull them in the door, <laughs> say, say they attack you first, and yeah. nothing will happen to you. Because yeah. the left-wingers here will prosecute yeah. you if you don't have a registered gun, but you have a gun, and that's happened to you a lot here in Maryland. Yeah. Look look at the guy that was a head taller down here in Florida, okay? A black kid and a uh, Hispanic male. The Hispanic male shot the black kid, a head taller, who was beating the hell out of him in the face. And everybody, every uh, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, everybody rush in here. It's a racist act. Okay, because the man was protecting himself. Okay, you know which case I'm talking about, right? So yeah, all he of a sudden, he was a white Hispanic. He, he, yeah, he was. First, he was white, right? They wanted the white in there, and then, of course, it was uh, had to be alluded to. Uh, I don't think MSNBC ever alluded to it, but had to be alluded to that he was Hispanic. Yeah. So yeah, it was white against 
blacks, and it's just a racist thing. This is the kind of despicable crap that's going to disappear. If you are an American, you are that. If you have to have an adjective before your name, get the hell out of here. It's called being an American. You be a strong American and stand up with us or get your ass out. We love this country. If you don't love it, sorry. We're not pressing three for Chinese and six for uh, whatever, Polynesian. We're going to be one English language. Learn it or get the hell out. You heard Rosalind Barth being sued by the Zimmerman family because she gave out their addresses on the Twitter feed, and they're coming back with a large lawsuit against the the Zimmerman parents, and rightfully so. They should sue for everything she has and go after her throat, literally, of course. Absolutely. She's such a left-wing nut job. I'm telling oh, she's you, she's such I, a low-grade dirt, dirt. I, I like the comedy to a point, but now, now that you do something like this is despicable. It's beneath the dignity of even a left-wing Democrat. <laughs> exactly. Like Rosie yeah. O'Donnell, they're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're well, all lesbian. Lesbian. Well, one yeah. guy said, uh, "Well, now we can get trans- in here in Maryland. They can pass laws to allow these transsexuals into the." Into the, uh, the dressing rooms and, and Walmart or whatever. I said, over my dead body, my wife's going to be in there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. there. I told yeah. the dressing lady, "You got one of those in there. There's going to be a big brawl. <laughs> Even this old yeah. guy is going to jump him. I'm not going to let." And then to go out into the schools themselves, that the little girls are going to have a boy coming in there because he says he's wearing a dress. Now, come on, guys. You know where are we going yeah. with this country? Yeah, it's going to be girls raised like- left and white. Yeah, some kid's going to get the bright idea, oh, wait a minute, I'll put on a dress, I get to go in there with the girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, I can see right. that happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I'll do whatever I want. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's a lawless society for certain segments of the of the yeah. people, you know. I can I can do what I want, period. Oh, I like yeah. that word. Right. I've got to, yeah. I've got to keep that word out there. And well, they're wrong. They're really means. wrong. Of course, there's millions of people like us out there going to take them down. <laughs> Absolutely. There's not yeah. going to be a time where good, strong Americans can't yeah. take this country back. Yeah. And I know, I know, Reagan's words that yeah. "shining city on the hill" is going to return, and yeah. we're going to abolish these thugs, these criminals who are destroying our country. They're doing it hour by hour. Everything that comes out of their mouth, you, I don't even know if there's ever a, a, a single line of truth now, because it's so compiled, full of lies. Everything they're saying, and then they get away with it. Mark, Mike, they get away with lying. What in the hell is wrong? With that? Well, all will have the truth in 1984. There. You know that. Where they, they changed everything. They changed history. They rewrote literature. That's what Obama's doing. Now, we right. have the Obama Department of Truth, which is a con- reality of another reality that we don't even know what he's thinking. Exactly. No, I, I cannot imagine. I, I, t- today's show, it's, it's just an immaculate. I, I can't say enough and be proud enough about everybody here. I want to personally thank Mike Talley and Dr. Mark Davis. You're, you're great. I mean, we make a, a great team. I'm so proud of the show. We do wonderful together. We're going to expose the truth. We're going to keep exposing the truth. I wish we'd go national. Yeah, we're going to stay on the back. I, I got a surprise that we may be on a another channel along with this, but I'll let that 
come out when it's fact. And yeah. I'll see you guys next Thursday. Same My time, privilege. same session. Thank you. My privilege. Thank you, Doctor. Bye-bye. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is...